0: hello and welcome to camel screen guild players from otrgold.com this episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors
1: well
2: it's funny how a fella gets into things there i was on the train and we were pulling out of boston I was feeling pretty good about the world. Not just because I was leaving Boston. I always feel good when I'm heading somewhere. Even a whistle stop like Fall Bridge, Maine. Yeah, I was feeling mighty sharp, but as I walked into the Pullman Smoker and sat down... young man. Beg your pardon? You happen to be sitting
3: on a package of mine.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: Well, in the future, you might look where you deposit
2: yourself. Excellent suggestion. Yes, in your guitar, too. I'll bear it in mind. You seen the evening paper? No. And I've no desire to read.
3: And that should end the conversation, unless you happen to be the type that you... Young man!
2: What, again? Young man, if you don't mind, that's my newspaper you've got. This? If you don't mind. Well, you're welcome to any part of it, but it just so happens that I'm the lawful owner of this collection of newsprint. You're mistaken. I bought that paper in the station. All right. What section would you like? I'm offering you part of the paper. You may have the back part. Fine. You may have the front part. You're doing me no favor, young man. It's, it's your paper. I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm.
1: Young man!
2: Mm-hmm. What's the matter? This is not a music huh? It's a train. I know. Mm-hmm. My heart is a hobo, loves to roam through fields of clover, hates to have to think things over, and though it's wrong, I string along. My heart is a hobo, loves to go out berry-picking, hates to hear alarm clocks ticking. It isn't smart, but that's my heart, when hopes are out at the elbows, and dreams are run down at the heels. My heart refuses to worry Except about rods and reels My heart as a hobo Loves to quote from Omar Khayyam Hates to... Young trust. man! Hmm? Young man, if I may drop for a day Say so
3: you'd like us to believe his singing I just have uh, the rest of me paper Your
2: paper? My paper The one you bought in the station? The very same Hand it over now I'm afraid you'll have to stand up first.
3: Oh, young man, if you're thinking of using force. Not
2: at all. You've been sitting on your paper all along. Uh, I, uh... No, don't no, get up. Don't get up. I won't have time to read it. I'm getting off at Fallbridge anyway.
4: Dr. a please.
2: Yes? I'm Dr. Pearson, ma'am. I've come to substitute for Dr. McCrory. During his vacation.
4: Yes, he's expecting you, Dr. Pearson. Come in, please. Thank you. <coughs> Dr. McRally, he's here. Well,
3: don't just leave him standing there. Send him in, Mrs. Gilly. Send him in.
4: Oh,
2: aye, 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 that voice. There was no mistaking it. All I could say to myself was him. And when I walked in, all he said was you. No, no, it isn't possible. <laughs> I'd
3: hardly call it a dream. Would you be good enough to show me your credentials? Sure. I'm right here. Ah. Oh, you worked at the. I know of no
2: Drake Hospital in Boston. The Drake isn't a hospital, Doctor. It's a hotel. What? You work in a hotel? House physician, not a bellboy.
1: <laughs>
2: Four months. Mm-hmm. You were fired? No. No? I took a job as a ship's doctor, New York to Bermuda, five voyages. Then down to Valparaiso in Chile. Did some hospital work there. Two months. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen,
3: as a doctor who's been welcome in one community for 35 years, I find this extremely painful. I was hoping to get a good man while I was on vacation.
2: A man of substance who might perhaps stay on to assist me in the new hospital. No, I'm sorry, doctor. In two months, I leave for Guatemala. Get my passage booked. Oh, that's
3: fine. Fine. Uh, You wouldn't uh, care to go a little sooner. Say, no. 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 No, no. I suppose you have that agreement, that letter I wrote to the agency.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And you consider the contract? Mm-hmm. Well, the hostie will show you to your room. Mrs. Gilly. Mrs. Gilly,
4: you Don't need to shout. You knew I was listening. Come along, Dr. Pearson.
2: Right with you, ma'am. Oh, you.
4: Pay no mind to the old fella. He can be only as a hook in a hen house, but he's a good man.
2: Mm, besides, he's leaving Tuesday.
4: First vacation he's had for thirty-five years. Gilly,
0: Mrs. Gilly, I finished the. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were. Where is he,
4: Mrs. Gilly? Back there in the office. Oh, thanks. The name's
3: Trudy Mason. Mm-hmm. She's a school teacher. Teacher.
2: <laughs> My teachers never looked like that.
4: <laughs> Maybe you never paid attention.
2: That's <laughs>
1: good. <laughs>
0: Dr. McRory, try it on. All you do is slip it over your head. I know, I know. After
3: all, Trudy, it's not the first sweater I ever won my life.
0: (laughs) I rushed right over. I was so afraid I wouldn't have it done before you left.
3: Oh, well, you needn't have hurried, it turns out. I'm not leaving, Trudy.
0: Not leaving? Why? Well,
3: I can't place the health of Farbridge in the hands of a rude, incompetent young Blathersky.
0: The one I just saw in the hall? Oh, are you sure he's incompetent?
3: I know he's incompetent. The man's not a doctor, he's a hobo Never held a place longer than four months
0: Well, then get someone else
3: No, 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 I made an agreement, Hootie. I'm bound by be honor and, uh, the, uh, written contract Oh, that's awful Oh, Jesus, is a
2: sad state of affairs Come in Good morning Good morning I was going to pretend I came on business, but, uh Say, doctor, that's a mighty nice outfit you're wearing, very tweedy What is it? secret? Well, it's very obviously so you smile.
0: Just one? Oh, dear, I'm afraid it does look more like a woolen nightgown.
2: There's nothing wrong with a woolen nightgown. I don't believe i met Miss Mason, Doctor. Yeah, that wasn't that oversight. Miss Mason, Dr. Pearson. How do you do? I'm delighted to meet you, Miss Mason. I mean that. In fact, I might say... Dr. That... Pearson. In fact, I might say that I'm being... George, George. Doc! Doc! Doc, you're right. I've been a bad boy. Adios. I'll be seeing you, teacher. <laughs> I guess I meant that, too. I meant to see her again. But I didn't expect it to be so soon. That very night, in fact. The big night, I've called it, ever since. The one that started when Nat Dorcas, the taxi driver, rushed in. Hey, Doc. Stop McRory, You better hurry. More Elkins' place. Hey, he's broke his leg. That's his age, though, fool.
3: All right, Nat. I'll go get
2: Nicole. <laughs> that's the doctor for you, Mrs. Gilly. so concerned he forgot to take me along.
4: Oh, that's all right. You're going with me. With you, where? Over the Elton's farm, of course. They've given Dr. McRory a kind of surprise.
2: Surprise wasn't even the half of it. It was a going away party, public testimonial, community clam bake, all in one. It was a barn dance, too. Pretty soon, not entirely by accident, I found myself dancing with Miss Mason.
0: Uh, please, Dr. Pearson, I don't think you have to dance so close.
2: Sorry. That's a step I picked up in South America. Swashindi, well hmm? I guess McRory's is Thompson around here.
0: Everyone in Fallbridge loves Doctor McRory. No other doctor will ever take his place.
2: No, I guess not. Mighty nice present they gave him too—that traveling bag. Say, who, who's the um, character made the speech?
0: That character happens to be Roy Chesley, our pharmacist, and his father happens to be the mayor of Fallbridge.
2: Big shot, hmm? no wonder the folks don't seem to approve.
0: Approve, approve of what?
2: Where I cut in when he was dancing with you. Oh, boy, if looks could chill, you'd be terpsing with an icicle right now. The fellow told me, you know, that the State Board of Education had a new ruling, but, uh, no, no, he must have been wrong.
0: What ruling?
2: But it's okay for a school teacher to smile. Boy what was wrong.
0: Well, I heard that...
2: Hmm?
0: Well, I guess I was wrong, too.
2: Could be. What was your error?
0: My impression that doctors always had good manners. Oh,
2: now look, I'm only trying to get nice. Uh,
0: yes, Roy.
2: Oh, if you'll excuse me, Pearson. Of course.
0: Uh, Roy, I was wondering why you didn't cut in.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Trudy. It's Pearson I want. I'd rather dance with Miss Mason. Trudy, I'll meet you over at the cake table.
0: Yes, Roy.
2: Now then, Pearson, I just want to say, you're not going to win any popularity contests in Pawbridge. You Haven't any. Uh, don't get smart. I learned how to handle fellows like you in the Army. I was a captain. I learned how to handle captains. I was a major. <laughs> Pearson, let me give you some advice. You a lawyer? Well, I, I'm a pharmacist. Why well, you stick to selling sodas and bathing caps? You, why, why, I'll you, wait the time now. Look carefully. Don't need a blow in a gasket. Just so happens that I'm leaving town. Oh, you're leaving? Mm-hmm. You're releasing McCrory from his contract? Mm, why not? Town doesn't like me. I don't like the town. I'll grab the morning train. Well, I must say that's a wise decision, Pearson. Do you think I'm right, huh? The doctor has discussed his problem with me, and I think that I can help him out. Don't tell me you're going to take his practice over. No, no, but I've spoken to a friend of mine, Dr. Jenks in Augusta. (laughs) He told me he could be here by Friday morning. (laughs) I don't know. It's funny. I always... Seem to end up dancing with you, Miss Mason. Don't you think it's funny, isn't it? Is it? Well, maybe not. After all, you're the only girl I really know here. Except Mrs. Gilly, of course, and she's not my type. That's supposed to be a lead line, you know. You see, you ask who is your type, and that gives me a chance Doctor, to come Doctor, I understand
0: with a... you're leaving tomorrow.
2: Oh. Chesley told you, huh? The blabbermouth.
0: Doctor Pierce. Well, don't you
2: think that Roy Chesley is sort of obnoxious? On the level?
0: Roy and I are going to be married. Mm -hmm. I said Roy and I are going to be married.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Tell me, uh, when does McCrory plan to leave?
0: On Tuesday, I think.
2: And this friend of Chesley's, this uh, Dr. Jenks, doesn't get here till... uh, Friday morning. I'd be a little rough on Fallbridge. No doctor around for almost three days? Well,
0: if I were you, I wouldn't let that keep me.
2: The bad news for you, teacher, I took the doctor's oath. I'm afraid I'll have to stick around till Friday. Now, I guess McCoy was the only one who liked that. Because it cleared him of his contract with me and permitted him to get away as he planned. And early Tuesday, he was packed and ready, stopping had only at Sims' tape for a cheer brains. Yes, and give
3: Mrs. Lennox some shiver pills. The poor church, the woman thinks she's ailing. All Matt Tuesday's boys are both ready for Lansing. Well, you might drop in on Mrs. Creeley. Our baby's about you. You think I'm capable of delivering a baby, Doctor? Well, frankly, no. But I don't worry about Mrs. Creeley. She's had ten. <laughs> Just keep her out of her way. Now, Judy. If you want to drive me down to the station, I'll... Uh, I'll... Dr. McRory. Oh, it's nothing. Such of indigestion, that's
2: all. No, I'll not let it interfere with me.
0: I'm not. Dr. Pearson, catch him. Yeah, I'm
2: steady, here. Wait. wait a minute. I've got him, Miss Mason. He not
0: get away like that. What is it, Doctor?
2: I don't know yet, but three will get you five. It's more than indigestion. You better stick around. You may have to help me. Now, mind you, Pearson, I'm not misrepresenting
3: your good intentions, but just because you think it's me appendix...
2: Now, you think so, too. You might as well face it, Dr. McCrawley. Turdy... Tootie! He reached Dr. Wheaton and bed. He's
0: gone to Elton, Dr. McRory, a confinement case. He won't be back until... Tonight. Well, we can't
2: wait that long. Miss Mason, you'll have to help me with the operation. Operation? Mm-hmm. i just as soon call in Sweeney the Butcher. <laughs> Miss Mason, you try to talk to him, Well, Your burst appendix can be pretty serious.
3: Dr. McRory, please. No,
2: it has to be done, and immediately.
3: I'm warning you, Pearson. You operate against me, Will, and you'll have to go to prison for manslaughter.
2: Doctor... Listen here now, you've had a lot more experience than I have. What would you do with a patient as ornery, cranky, and disagreeable as yourself? Why, it's would strap him
3: out, uh, right down there and get his suit, Reggie. Now, that's not a fair question.
0: Please, Doctor, you've got to let him operate. It's your only chance.
3: All right, well then. Young man, have you, have you ever had an operation before? Of course I have. Lots of times. Well, I've had a good life. Go ahead, Doctor, you have me consent.
2: Surgery is never a lead five cinch, especially under those conditions. Well, I was pretty lucky. A scalpel in my hand and a rabbit's foot in my pocket. Thing came off like a textbook case, and by Friday, the old boy was pretty chipper. Uh,
3: Jim, you should have seen the look on Roy Cesley's face. Just as the way given him the back of my hand.
2: Yeah, now hold here, hold still, will you? I'm trying to get your post.
3: Hey, can, can you imagine? He walks in here and says, Dr. Jenks has arrived. Jenks, I say? I'm sorry, boy. I have no opening for him now. <laughs> no opening? You asked him to come here, didn't you? I did not. It was wrong. Right, you asked him. And I told him not to be using my name to give employment to his friends. <laughs> he walked and off. How's me, Pulse? Hey, it's good. Well, why shouldn't it be? I've got a good doctor, haven't I? I'm not forgetting, Jim. You saved me life. Oh, I
2: had to. You owed me a week's salary. Which reminds me... Better get your checkbook out now. I'll be leaving at the end of the week.
3: Leaving with me so sick? on me back? The whole town unprotected?
2: Uh, the town will be protected all right. I understand Dr. Jenks arrived today. Ah, that blather great. I'll send him back in. Well, in a week you'll be back on the job yourself. Me sir, uh-huh.
3: Me self. That, that describes me whole life. I'd like it to look at something. This picture album. <laughs> Vintage of early 1900, isn't it? I haven't seen one like that in years. Yeah, no, this picture, Jim. Lovely young lady, huh? Lovely. Ah, uh, I was very fond of her, very fond. And she and me, but you know, a county doctor just getting started and not too bright. While well, I was making up my mind, she married another. Oh. Yes, now I'm a lonely old man. Don't make the mistake I made me, boy. You're you very lonely, too. Funny the way things happen in life. You take a fine girl, now like Trudy. She's afraid of being lonely, so she's thrown herself away. That's Roy Chessie, is a lumbus. Don't you think, huh? Yeah, he's a pretty stuffy guy, all right. So what's that got to do with me, then? Well, uh, I happen to know that Trudy thinks very highly of you, and I was thinking, uh, oh, well, just wondering, you understand?
2: <laughs> I'm leaving at the end of the week, and even if I weren't, I'd say you were way oh, off. was
0: our patient today? Come in,
2: Trudy, come in.
0: How is he, Dr. Pearson? Oh,
2: he's himself again, health fine, disposition terrible.
4: Dr. Pearson, telephone.
2: Coming, Miss Gilley. Would you excuse me for a minute?
3: Trudy. Yes? It'll be a sad day, good day good. for Forbridge when that young man leaves. Oh, great ability. I know. Well, a fine I out, don't you think, huh?
0: He's much nicer than he seemed at first. Uh, it's too bad that, that. That's too bad.
3: No, no, it's not me my nature to violate a confidence. Still, uh, No, no, no.
0: <laughs> Doctor, you know you're going to tell me.
3: Well, <laughs> maybe I should. Dr. Pearson is dreadfully upset because you're going to marry Roy.
0: Did he say that?
3: More. He says you are engaged to a stuffy young man and he wants to go away. He's not happy, Shooty. Otherwise he wouldn't want to.
1: Good
2: news, Doctor. Good news. The local population's about to increase. Mrs. Tenner. Edie Tenner? Of mm-hmm. well, first. You better open the car and rush right over. I find you find her on the oh,
3: Claire, bless us. I clean for God. Forgot what? Oh, my car is on the fridge. It is? It was running fine this morning. Well, Mrs. Gilly tried to start a while ago. Yes, she wanted to run down to the market, and she couldn't get so much as a splutter out of it. Well, I'll just make it's frozen. Why? It's
2: no colder than it has been.
3: Now, let me see. I could call that Dockers now and have him take you over in his cab. Or maybe get a, a neighbor to I Oh, uh, Trudy, you got your car outside? Why, yes, I
0: have. Oh, I'd be glad to drive Dr. Pearson over.
2: And wait for him and bring him back again? Of
0: course.
3: There, now, Jim. Isn't that generous, Emma?
2: Oh, it certainly is. We'll we'll go right along. And Doctor,
1: huh?
2: I hope Mrs. Chanock doesn't drag things out. I want to get back and have a little look at that car. Let's go, Miss Mason. Mrs. Gilly, Mrs. Gilly,
4: you shouting again?
3: My I... error, Mrs. Gilly. You listening again?
4: I certainly was. And you know, I ain't been near your car. The market's been delivering our stuff since. Uh, what on earth are you doing with my old family album and my Aunt Happy's picture?
3: Well, uh, uh, well uh, I was uh, <laughs> yes, I uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mrs. Gilly, look at I'm not a well man. Your chatter, ch- 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 is very disturbing.
4: Oh, is that so? Then maybe I better not even say it.
3: Say what?
4: You know that cottage across the street belongs to Roy Chesley. He's turning it over to Doctor Jenks. Dr. Jenks? He's hanging out a shingle.
1: He's
2: planning to stay. McClory pretended to ignore it at first, but I saw how worried he was. Roy Chesley was back in the whole thing, of course, and he packed a lot of weight around town. You know, word dropped here, another word there. Began to hit our practice pretty hard. People forget too quickly, I guess, because in three weeks, the phone was hardly ringing at all. Yep, three weeks, I was still around. One reason, I couldn't leave the old boy in a spot like that, and the other reason, I didn't even discuss with myself. Anyhow, that's the way things were the morning that Trudy telephoned. Dr.
0: McRory, I'm calling from the school. Something awful's happened. We've got four children sick. The past hour's been like a nightmare, Doctor. I
4: know, what you say. Why didn't you call me? Well, I head of
0: the school board, you know. He said Dr. Jenks. And now the parents are piling in here. and, and All right,
3: all right. Keep of yourself. we we'll would be
0: right
3: over. <laughs> yeah, seems like you're having some excitement, Judy. Really. It's the
0: children's parents, Dr. McRory. As soon as word got around that this thing was contagious... What thing? Well, Jimmy Farrell is one of the boys who's sick. And he was home yesterday. His father's horse died. And when Dr. Jenks found some insect bites on his arm, he thought that. Oh, he's
3: made the diagnosis already.
0: Well, not exactly. But, but Roy looked it up in a medical book. And of course, Roy knows everyone in town. And, and Dr. Jenks being new, so, so Roy's more or less taken over him. In...
3: What'd you say the diagnosis was?
0: Virus brain fever. You get it from horses, and sometimes I think it's by, carried by chickens, too.
2: Jim, no doubt you've heard about this. Yes, Chief. that's equine encephalitis. Of course, I've never seen it, a case. Not
0: have I. Dr. McRory, you should see those children. So sick, they can't even talk to us. Can't answer questions. Or... Jim,
3: what did you think of lance Stewart's condition when we examined him this morning? Mm, blood pressure a little high. Of course, it'll come down when he finds out who robbed his orchard. Yeah, yeah, less of a look around. Well, I've had my eye on this broom closet here. I
2: figured if I was hiding something. Oh, in that pail.
0: Uh, you see what I see? Dr. Pearson, this is silly. Pugging around in an old broom closet with those children possibly dying in there? Why don't you go in and try and do something?
3: Now, what's Roy right, Chizzy he doing?
0: He's phoning in Washington for some serum. And he's going to vaccinate everyone in town and kill all the chickens and.
3: and... Well, my own prescription is something simpler. A hairbrush applied vigorously to the seed of
2: the offense. Dr. McRory! Best cure in the world for ten-year-olds who steal green apples and eat them in school?
0: Green apples? There's
2: the evidence. In that pail, Half a dozen apple cores.
0: Oh, no wonder they wouldn't answer our questions. And that Roy Chesley making a fool of me, getting the whole town upset. All that oh, idiot!
2: Geez. Yeah, you're talking about the man you love.
0: Whatever gave you that idea? Oh, I'm
2: dropping it. I'm dropping it. But... There's a couple of other things, Miss Mason. First, a teacher shouldn't permit her kids to eat green apples in school. Well, how
0: could I know and that... And second,
2: I... you'll have to be more careful about our kids. you understand?
0: Well, no. Well, I don't. I...
2: Well, what should you do, put it in
3: <laughs> He's staying here. He's settling down. Going to share my practice and
2: assist me at the
0: hospital. <gasps> well, Jim, why didn't you tell me?
2: <laughs> I couldn't. You were engaged. Look, if you happen to be free at the moment...
0: Funny, it seems just like a
2: dream. What's so funny about that? As long as I'm dreaming How nice it can
1: be How nice to have you Love with me Did you know that you just
2: kissed me? What a thrill I got As long as I'm dreaming by not If I were just wishing What good would it do? What chance would I have wish for you. If you never know I love you, still it works out fine. As long as I'm dreaming you're